0: This is the Spraymakers Podcast, where Rossi and Trent dive deep into the world of slalom water skiing. On this week's show, the guys discuss boots and the reasoning between rocking double boots or a rear toe plate. Enjoy. I don't know if you've tried tried the kicker craze, uh, but uh, I, I have, and and so I have some opinions on that. And then you know, I mean, shoot, you and I have been coaching for for years and and, and setting people up and setting skis up and things like that. So I think we we have a pretty good understanding of of what's happening and, and maybe we'll get some of this right. Maybe we'll get some of this wrong, but it's just a discussion and, and kind of maybe, maybe an insight to some people who just use one or the other and don't really know why. And, and, uh, may like to yeah. understand what other people are doing.
1: Yeah. 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 For sure. And, and, um, maybe, and maybe you didn't know this, it, maybe the interesting part is, is I was, I was a kicker. I, um, you know, I, like most people, I grew up on a kicker. I stayed on a kicker and I was mid, mid to deep 39 before i switched to double boots
0: wow well you know i had i had this thought of that but i i what year was this
1: so i probably i switched um it would have been probably two thousand probably two thousand maybe even 2001
0: did this have anything Um, to do with wade cox (laughs) <laughs> I'm just had
1: everything to do with wake cogs yeah the, i uh i moved to florida and started skiing with him and and uh you know everyone has their own opinion and his opinion was uh it was something along the lines of you, you know you're riding full horsepower full carbon and you got a fruit loop in the back does it make sense boom done off those things and and he put me on double boots and and uh so I I guess just to kick this thing off, it's obviously there is, there's neither right nor wrong, right? I think there's a few instances where you really need to lean one way or the other, but obviously there's no right or wrong. So yeah, it was, uh, Waycox got me off that, got me off that fruit loop, as you like to call it in reference to the rear kicker. And, uh, and I've just used some variation of double boots ever since. What about you? Do you probably grew up as, I mean, your very, very first experience had to have been with a kicker, huh?
0: Oh, definitely. Kicker, kicker to start, uh, you know, Kidder Redline back in the day. I remember skiing with a with a toe loop. Uh, didn't even think about a double boot. I No one really had double boot around me at that time. Then my dad switched to a double boot and I, I just didn't even think about it. And then one day my foot came out while I was going through the wakes, so, you know, my back foot blew out and I went out the front and then yeah. And then it happened again about a week later. And I just, I looked at my dad and I said, Hey, listen, man, I'm not skiing again until I have a boot in the back that, that kind of crash. <laughs> I'm, I'm over that, man. I mean, in hindsight, all I really needed probably yeah. was, was a refresh of rubber in the back or, I mean, I mean, it, w- it wasn't that big a deal, but in my mind, I thought that it was a performance upgrade to get rid of that, you know, just one little piece of rubber over the top of your feet, you know, or two pieces of rubber. Mm-hmm. I mean, in my mind at that time, it's like you're, you're, you're adding performance by adding some rigidity to your rear foot. And for, you know, sure. for, for a while, it seemed like, you know, we were 50-50, maybe even I think the double booters kind of started taking over a little bit more than, than, the, than the toe loop. And then, and then uh, right now, you know, that's what uh, Mr. Moros was talking about. He was talking about that, uh, you know, it seems like a lot of the top pros are actually making the switch back. Uh, I think we just, you and I just looked, talked offline, you know, before we started and it looks somewhere like 60 to 70% now of the top 10 or 15 Mm. guys are using a a toe. And there are a few guys that have made that, made that jump back. Um, But uh, one thing real quick, I think we should talk about, you know, just, just for anybody who isn't, you know, maybe, maybe we've got some listeners who aren't sure exactly what we're talking about and that just being that you know when we say toe loop that's just that strap that goes over your foot and there's nothing holding your heel uh you're on a pad but the strap goes over your foot and then when we say double boot that just means two boots that are that go up over your ankles and and, and you know and and hold you in there a little more secure and and definitely is adding some lateral stiffness so just for clarification I want to make sure that we got everybody on the same page and and so yeah i think it's i, I don't know i i think there's a there's a lot to it should we should we jump into your thought on what you see um which which way should you talk about it Do you, like you want to talk about why well, why you use it well like, i mean
1: yeah or, or let's just start with this and like what like how about just characteristics of you know so what are the advantages to running two boots okay well one is you know like you had mentioned control you know you're, you're going to you're going to have a little more control over your ski. It's going to be a little bit easier. I don't want to say easier to roll it over, but just, just, you're just more connected to your ski. Um, you know, and you were right though. Like general consensus when we were kids is you started with a kicker and then once you got good, then you went to a double boot. And that was really the way the industry was. That's why it was so double boot, um, dominant. But, um, I'm just trying to think like what, when I, when I, first went to a double boot what i felt like i lost was was turnability like the first thing i had to learn how to do was how to turn but what i felt like i gained immediately was was that feeling of you know power that feeling of power behind the boat it was easier for me to get locked in and really hold you know hold my body position um i think and then i think on the opposite end i think what you lose by by using two boots is the ability to move forward Um, I think, you know, you watch a double booter, they're going to be a lot more, uh, they're going to be a lot stiller, a lot, there's gonna be a lot less forward movement into the turn. If you just like think of, you know, and one that comes to mind is, is Thomas DeGasprey. So he's a, he's a rear kicker. The way he almost dives into his offside turn can really move forward. Um with that double boot you know you you move forward that much and you're actually you're actually lifting up on the tail of the ski because you're so firmly planted um, or connected to it so i think uh, you know for better or for worse if you ride double boots you you will have to be more still you're not going to be able to move forward as much or, but or you could say it in the opposite way maybe as a positive you don't need to move forward as much to create the exact same amount of tip pressure because again you're you're are actually lifting up
0: on the tail of your ski and driving in the front of that ski at the same time yeah so, so it's kind of for
1: better or for worse, right? I mean, you get more with less movement, you know, what's the advantage of being able to move forward more well, you probably, you can, you know, you can really, really like preload that potential acceleration, you know, really get your center of mass moving forward, um, without, you know, driving the tip in too hard. So it's just, you know, there's definitely advantages, disadvantages to both.
0: Yeah. And I, and I'd add to that, you know, there's a lot of things that happen. Um, you know, when you exactly what you were saying, let's, let's just go to the pre-turn real quick. And you, and you were talking about Thomas and let's, let's go back to a guy, you know, or myself, let's just go to myself. You know, when I come through the, the, through the edge change with my double boots, I'm, I'm more just focusing on being centered over my feet and riding that and riding that line. And when I let go of that handle, yeah, you won't see my body quickly move. Like there isn't that quick set. And I think when you go back and vi- I, I visualize uh, Andy Mapple really well uh, for, for what, what a toe loop does. If you look at him mm-hmm. when he came into his offside turn, he'd ride that handle out towards that buoy line. And then the moment he let go, you'd see a pretty, pretty substantial forward move. And, it, and, and what he would describe it as is he wanted to know where his tip pressure point was. So he would move really fast, really hard, set that edge, and then he'd actually kind of step, step up and release that power. And then he knew exactly where it was. And then at the finish, he'd step back onto that point. And that's, that's what I remember most about him talking about what, what he liked about that toe loop. And, and one of the things that I had really wrong, um, about the toe loop was the heel lifting component of it. And, uh, and Andy Mapple put that to rest in one of his videos where he put a GoPro behind his foot and he he put it on YouTube and you would have guessed the way he moves around on his ski. You'd have guessed that heel was up so much. And what it showed was his heel did not move. I mean, that thing was like, it was like it was in a double boot. So
1: the only thing I remember was, I remember it was like kind of shifting, you know, laterally it was shifting a little bit, right. A little bit left, a little bit, really controlled, really precise. It wasn't like it was all over the place, but yeah, you're absolutely right. It was not like it was lifting. It was, there was just a little slide one way, a little slide the other way. And it was like, and it was like really rhythmic with it too. I was just like,
0: Holy crap. That's not what I was expecting to see. Exactly. And I, I think, I think that's what opened my mind to other, other benefits of, of what the toe, what, what the toe does, you know, what that, what that rear kicker does. And, and I think, you know ultimately if you're going to go to the benefits of the of the kicker and and I think we just I mean this is going to be random we're going to just jump all around like I'm going to kicker we'll go back to boot like it's not going to be talk about double you know talk about the boot you know so anyway back to the back to the story uh you know I think what I really started noticing is what what side to side pressure does you know what your lateral ankle movement does and you know I think one of the benefits of that having no structure back there other than over the top of your foot is as you're coming into a buoy, there's nothing holding your ankle up. There's nothing keeping your tib-fib from uh, rolling to the side, uh, really rolling that ski over. Yeah. So what I notice when I go to a kicker, I mean, I, I, I ski a kicker on some of our other skis and things like that. We definitely do it for photo shoots. And, uh, and what I notice is I, I can lay over more going into the buoy. Is that a benefit? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just something that I notice. like I really lay it over and I would say yeah. that I feel, I feel a quicker, a quicker, smaller radius turn on my onside turn with a, with a kicker. Yeah. And I feel a loss of power and a loss of control through my offside turn you know, like that, that side, I don't notice a layover. I don't know if we don't lay over as much going into our offside or if it's a sensation, but when I go into the offside, I don't feel that same layover that I do on my onside, but I do notice like I, I have a harder time finding that tip pressure. And then maybe that brings me back to that Thomas, the Andy Mapple that maybe that's why they jump to that, to that tip first yeah. to know where it is. So they yeah. know how far to jump. To really get that thing to commit and carve through, you know. So I, definitely, I,
1: definitely, it's and it's definitely and it's it's mobility. It's just like there's just so much more potential movement. And again, I'm just gonna keep going back this for better or for worse, you know. Um, so well, so then from a coaching perspective, like you know, you know, your boys are are uh, like well, actually, like you just you said earlier today, they're gonna ski their first term at this weekend. So that's kind of the level they're at. What what what, what do you see? you know, it's, I know it's still early in their, you know, in their ski career, but what do you, what do you see, how do you see yourself guiding them? I, I mean, are there, they will be kickers for life or, or how, or when would you ever put someone on double boots or vice versa?
0: Well, I definitely think it's, it's one of those things that you, you must try. Uh, yeah. I, I don't, I don't see an advantage necessarily either way. You know, I think once you go to a boot, you're less likely to go back to a toe. So I, right now, uh, well, mm-hmm. right now my youngest is still two skiing, uh, but he's ripping the course on two skis. And then uh, Axel, my older double one, boots, <laughs> yeah, he's double boots, but in a different way. That's that, I like double that one. boots, man. They're just double on two booted. skis. <laughs> he's, he's double boots. Uh, and then my my older son Axel is 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 riding a toe loop for now. Um, yeah. And and I think you know he's just there at that age. They're kind of all over the map. I mean, some of the times I just scratch my head when I watch him ski, and he blows my mind at how well he is stationed over or or positioned over his ski. And then other times, he's kissing the tip, he's riding the tail, you know. And and that's something just to remember uh, as as parents and coaches to your kids that they don't have the amount of reps in a lifetime that we have. So they are going to be way more all over the map. And so I guess in my mind right now, it's, it allows him to just kind of be all over the place and still, you know, and still learn how to ski. And then what we'll do is I think maybe in the next year or two, we'll start, I'll, I'll, I'll have the, you know, one of the radar rear boots put on there and then we'll, we'll see how it goes, you know, and, and and he'll have to commit to it for a week or so, and then see what the pluses and minuses are for him. And, and what he wants, you know, I mean, I have a sneaking suspicion he might see Dad riding two boots and go, yeah. "I want two boots." I mean, I, that's just that's just how influential my father was in, in this grand scheme of things. I mean, I saw what he was riding. I wanted the same ski he had. I wanted to be a double boot because he was, you know, <laughs> on top of the yeah. fact that I that I had some some bad crashes the other way, so. <laughs> So I, I don't have a time frame for it, but I, I think you, you just got to watch them ski and, and and see how it goes. Like, I, like like you said earlier, there is no right or wrong to this situation. I don't think rear boots are phasing out. I know people, you know, are are seeing like we, what we were, you know like we were talking about sixty or seventy percent of the top pros now in the top ten or fifteen are riding a, a kicker. But you know, as that, as we saw that that change one way, it's bound to maybe change another. And then yeah, we, have, yeah, like, we haven't even got into we haven't even got into the fact of like, you know, let's say a guy like Freddie Winter who's running a modified, I, I guess I'll call it a toe loop in the front with a heel cup behind him without upper support. Yeah. And then there's a, you know, uh, I saw Sasha rides a toe loop, modified toe loop in the front with a with a rubber heel strap, you know, that will either break or. Yeah. That will either break or he'll come out of when he crashes. So, you know, I mean, there's so many different ways to change the force on that rear foot. For me, I think, you know, I mean, what what's the what's one of the coolest things you see, you know, on, on the lake, and, and, it, and it just kills me every time. Right when you when you whip Will Asher out at the end of the lake, what does he do? Oh yeah,
1: he pulls that, that, that foot out and just keeps barefoot, it, barefoot push, to you know, it. Yeah, oh. man. Not, and that was like the biggest bummer for me about going to double boots, no more dock starts. And I couldn't do that move, man. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's like straight or like, or just think back to Andy Maple when he would like, you know, throw his ski out for the win, you know, a little S turn before he's even done back to the wakes, he he's got that, that foot out dragging his, you know, or yeah. pushing his heel into the water. I'm just like, ah, oh, it's so cool, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think so we're talking about, Um, you know, in reference to your boy, what, what would you do? So, you know, from my coaching experience, I've had a, I've had the, uh, the, you know, the odd opportunity where, where I felt like a, a change was needed. And one was, um, this kid, I, I, uh, I ski here. Uh, he was like, you know, like mid 22 off kid, but he was, he was quite short with huge feet, you know? So, so for him, he was running like a, like, I think like a size 11 vapor,
0: Bilbo Baggins um, like it. Yeah. And
1: he, but anybody who's was, you know, he still hadn't, he hadn't had his growth spurt yet. So he was, you know, he was a short little guy. So I got, my point is that rear boot was, you know, once you got a size 11, it, it was like going halfway up his, up his calf. And it was just, it was really hard for me to get his feet in the right place. You know, um, we tried like kind of, you know, hybrid kind of modifying the boot and eventually just went right to kicker and he automatically was, you know, just, instantly was more balanced it was a it was a a, you know a crazy quick transition for him and then on the other end of the spectrum i had a you know a guy mid 28 off kid um and just just could not get his heel down could not would not could not figure out a way like when he got under load to to you know to feel comfortable to drive through that heel when it wasn't when it wasn't fixed um you know so what he would do instead is he would just keep bending and bending and bending his front knee till his hips were perfectly over his front foot, no weight, no pressure on his back foot. And it was just, it was just going to be limiting in the end. So, um, again, no, right, no wrong. So what, what about, what do you think about this, this, um, trend? And it is a trend, but this trend of, of some of the best skiers in the world, uh, you know, moving away from their double boots to either go into a hybrid or a kicker. What, what do you think's driving that?
0: I just, I I really think, well, first off, I want to go back to the Michelle Simpson, you know, I, and what you just, what you just described with the, she used to ski with her heel up through the wake and she could run 39. You know, I I saw it in practice, you know, a few times with the heel up, but I think I was just, my mind just got blown. I was thinking, man, what if she had gone to a What if she had gone to a boot that could hold that heel down and give her more power what she what could she have done so that's a really cool insight that you just had there um and again i like i said i think i think in 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 the grand scheme of things what i what i what i see is that toe loop detunes the ski you know it just makes it a lot less sensitive and allows for a lot more movement and so if you're looking at, if you're looking at a, a pro who has, and I don't care what style they're using, it does not matter to me. Um, you know, as far as smooth, aggressive, you know, whatever, whatever those styles are, uh, when you get to the pro level, you're skiing at a lot of different lakes. You're skiing a lot of times with not a lot of uh, practice on those lakes. Uh, a lot of times, you know, there's uh, movement in the lakes. You're not ideal conditions, You know all those things, so I can see where in my mind that a toe loop like Moomba, you know, where where the water is really inconsistent, the the you you can get backwash there. It is not uh, the it's not like it's always at two ball or it's all you know it's just kind of everywhere. And maybe maybe with a toe loop in that kind of scenario, as long as you're comfortable with it, will allow you to maybe come into a turn, hit a roller, kiss the tip a little bit, stand back up, and be able to go where maybe a, yes. a double boot yes. is going to, you're going to have to play it a little safer. You're going to have to stay a little bit further back. Um, you're going to have to, you know, and 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 sometimes that kind of mentality where you're, is a non-attacking mentality. And I think anytime you get in challenging conditions, it's got to be full attack all the time. No hesitation, yeah. you yes. know, go for it with the, with the understanding that you could blow out, but playing it safe will never give you enough upside to be worth it. So I th- that's where you know when I watch pros, there the the pros that are making these jumps in my mind uh, and, and from what I've seen aren't aren't making big buoy jumps when they're doing this. Yeah, this I change. agree. Yeah, I agree. You know, and and
1: and you're you're talking about when they when they transition from double boots to a kicker. Right. It's not like their buoy count goes through the roof. Yeah. And I guess and you could also say okay, well where they are at, at, you know they're at such the high end of the spectrum as there's not a lot of buoys left to be to be gained. But no, I think you're you're absolutely right. And and as a coach this is a question I get a lot of time, you know, I get a lot is you know, I get a lot of people that are that are uh, like toe loop curious if you will, right? <laughs> like mm-hmm. I really really want to try it. And you know it, my advice is is always like is always that. It's like, yeah, I mean, find the right time to try it. But, but like, I like understand, like, if, if this is, and I think of Jason McClintock, like, he decided that it was going to be better for his skiing when he was already, I think he had already tied my national record when he got off double boots. Um, I, I think he was 441 when he decided, okay, I'm going kicker. And he just decided like, like full pulling off the bandaid, like this is it. There's, there's no turning back. So it's, there will be a long, potentially long transition period. Um, So it's not one of those things you can just dabble in because no one's going to try it the first time and be like, whoa, you know, instantly I'm better. Like you're going to have to be, you're going to have to be a little bit subjective and just kind of weighing what you're feeling and what you think the potentials might be. But, you know, back to Jason McClintock, fast forward, you know, two years after he switched, he, he found an extra buoy. He ran five at 41, you know, and, and would he have ran that with double boots anyway? Yeah, for sure. You know, but like you're saying, maybe he found a consistency or just, he, you know, he was able to, you know, have had an easier time setting his skis up because of it, or or maybe he was better in rough water or, or whatever. But uh, there's, there is a bit of a push right now to, you know, to, to, to see like just a you know okay i'm gonna shed this and give it a go so if you want to try it i' I'd, I'd absolutely say try it i would try it at the end of the season you know when you're when you're past your your last tournament and then you still know that you know if you're lucky enough to live down south that you know you okay i still have six weeks of water time left and just be like oh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna give this a solid go for six weeks eight weeks and and evaluate from there um i mean i know if some you know i've been i get the odd comment like uh Nick parsons because he made the switch not that long ago and and every winter he's like, why don't you switch? Why don't you switch? I'm just like that's 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 not the path of least resistance for me to, to up my consistency. I'm I'm promise you I'm never going to switch. Um, but you know that's funny. It's funny. It's said, funny. No I, right, no wrong.
0: Yeah, and I and I exactly what you're saying. Like no right, no wrong. It, it I think it's when you look at these things, you have to go, especially on the on the pro level for sure. These guys are going with what they think right, so and and then and and you you go with your highest confidence level in that move, so any move that I made in my pro career was always something that I felt more confident in than I was doing previously, right so you've got the world record holder is using a toe loop uh that's gonna that's yes. gonna that's gonna influence people. it just is i mean but the I'm world sorry. Ch-
1: and the world champion is using double boots
0: right. Well, right, exactly. 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 And that's, that's the comment that needs to be, needs to be there is that, you know, people like to emulate, you know, certain people and, and so that's going to have an influence on them. And they're going to say, Oh, it's, it's, this is just so much better. And I like, you know, I like this aspect or that aspect. And that's great. You know, I mean, sure. I'd like, I'm, I'm very confident that I could switch to a toe loop, learn how to ski. And I could probably come back in here next year and tell you why I'm loving it and and all of those things. But I don't think that it's going to change my buoy count any substantial amount. And then um, how how long am I going to spend working on that? Is that just like something fresh to think about and, and relieve some of the tension? and open up some new windows, uh, because that's what happens. You you change your forces on the ski, new, new things are going to happen. New, new torques on the ski, new sensations, new everything. But the bottom line is you still got to go around those buoys. You still, it's still, no matter what pass you're stuck on, it's still really a difficult pass. You know, I mean, I, I get this all the time. It drives me nuts when people say like, Oh, I'm, I'm just a, I'm just a 28 off skier and I look at him I'm like yeah dude great job 28 off is not an easy path. that's short rope you know and and so whatever pass <laughs> yeah. yeah whatever pass you're on you know for you to proceed uh, pro, uh, pro, uh, progress further you're going to need to up your up your game in your uh, in your technique zone most of all you know and you got to make sure your yeah. tech and then right. you got to make sure your equipment's game on You know, and I guess the the kicker versus the the double boot is part of that equipment thing. You know, you got to make sure you're physically fit enough and then you got to make sure you have a good mental approach. So, I mean, you're talking about one quarter of your of your skiing and then of that one quarter, what is the boot? Well, that's another little piece, you know, but. As far as I'm concerned, yeah. I mean, I, I yeah. went out there, I went out last year and I did it, right? Like I, I put the toe loop on because, you know, I, I ski with Nick Persons, you know? So yeah, I watched him yeah. make the transition. Every time at the end of the lake, <laughs> he kicks his foot out and barefoot's now and it drives me nuts because I'm like, <laughs> that's the one thing I wish I could do. You know, like, like my, my obsession with the toe loop has nothing to do with in the, you know, in the course or skiing. It's just that little piece at no, the end to go. Not at all. Now, that being said, <laughs> when the water gets cold. I bet he wishes he had his yeah. boot back in, you know? Yeah, so, man. I know. but I, but, those, so I tried that intuition, intuition liners, keeping your feet eg- all warm. Exactly. Nice and toasty, nice and toasty. So, but I went, I went <laughs> and I tried, I tried the toe loop. Uh, one of the things that I can tell you, if you're going to go that route, you got to really work on the fit of your, of your toe Like these, these guys don't just kick a foot in and yep, that's good enough. You got to make sure it's got all the right forces that it goes all the way up to your ankle crease, you know, that the, the, the back part of the, the back highest part of the toe loop rubber goes all the way to that crease. When you bend your ankle forward, that's where that needs to be. And if if you're kicking in and only getting within an inch of that, then you're not in far enough, you know, and then, you know, that, so that's one thing. So it took me a little while to play with the fit of, of my stuff to get to get to where I had the right fit in there. And then I go out and ski And yep, as soon as I pull out from my gates, wham, my heel wants to come up, you know, like I'm just used to that kind of having Mm. that lockdown. And so, boop, my heel came up and then I'm like, what is going on? And then I go to turn in and the the feeling I I can only tell you is I feel crazy naked when I'm making that turn, like even just dropping (laughs) into the gate. And then the, the crazy, the crazier feeling than that is going through the wake with this little loopy thing back there going 60 miles an hour or however fast we're going and then standing up yeah, and then standing up, coming into the, coming into buoy one. And I'm like, what is going on? I only have one boot on this foot could blast out of here. It doesn't (laughs) like, it is not going to happen, you know, but just that, that crazy sensation. And so I talked to Nick about that and he said, yeah, he said, you know, your, your first, your first week feels strange. And he said, but it's about a week transition. And then, and then it just starts to feel more normal, which is exactly when we had that discussion about switching your grip. You know, I said, do that early in the season when you don't have muscle memory, but that you really, that first week is going to be challenging. Like you got to remind yourself all the time. So again, the commitment to this, if you're going to try, if you're going to go from a boot, I, you know, I don't know. I, I actually tell people don't, people that have a toe loop, that have skied a toe loop, for now 20 years or 30 years yeah. or 40 years, I tell them don't switch. I just, think I, me that too. me too. I, just, I don't, I don't go think you can switch. go that way. I think that that has become a staple in your skiing where I think those of us that went double boot can actually go back to a toe with, with some grace period. And I totally agree with you on when that shift happens, that shift. If you want to go to a toe loop that is after nationals, which is, you know, obviously in August after all your major tournaments that you need scores from for those of you that are, you know, high end skiing and that are, you know, that, that those scores count. And before the water starts getting cold, before you're not into the skiing, like you need to be into this. This cannot be something that you just go, well, I'm going to give it a try. If you do it for yeah. one set, you're not going to do it. You're going to say, nope, I'm done. And, and that's actually kind of the, the, the path I went down. I did it one or two sets and said, Nope, not for me right now. <laughs> I know, but I, but I did it in the middle of the season just cause you know, I adapt yeah. so fast. So, you know, yeah. you, you got to set yourself up for success. You know, you, you got to make sure you're, if you're going to go back, you got to make sure that toe loop fits correctly. You know, I think, I think guys like, you know, Nick Parsons or, or Will Asher or, uh, you know, those guys, they, they probably should do a little tutorial on, on what they look for when they, when they do, you know, change the way that their, their rear toe fits, you know, like, you know, I've heard that they, they don't, most of them don't kick in after they get out of the water. Now, you know, most of them are in the water before they say go with their foot all the way in, they grab their, they grab their toe with their two hands and pull, you know, to make sure that that foot is all the way in. Like it isn't, it isn't this just get up, kick, kick and go. You know, so I'm not sure how many of the guys are doing this, but I've heard that, you know, that that's a thing, you know? So, so you, you have this vision of, you know, what we thought was just get up, kick in and go. Whereas now I think it's evolving some, I think the fit is getting better. I don't, I'm not positive on all this. You know, you and I are both double booters. So, I mean, we got more. Into yeah, that.
1: you're right though. Like Willie. Yeah, no, you're right though. Will absolutely <clears throat> does get up with both feet in, um, Uh yeah, and and I think you're right too. Like you know, treat this is like a project, right? To treat it as a so okay so just to answer the big question, like, should I try, should I try it? So think about what it is, as long as you have a good reason to try it, as long as you know what it is you're looking for. And if that's like, you know, I want to be able to advance into the turn more. I want to be, I don't want to be so glued to my ski. I want to be more mobile. I think if I was more dynamic, you know, I might be able to adapt to my surroundings better. I might be able to, you know, to be, to be faster, lighter on my feet. If you have a good reason, then, then go for it and treat it like a project, you know, don't, don't be discouraged when, when it's, stinks the first the first time and and, and you know and, and don't be discouraged when it isn't a fix-all you know if it's if there's an element of motion that you want to add to your skiing that you don't think your boots are allowing you to do then heck yeah go for it and if you don't want to jump all the way in go the hybrid route you know there's a few different companies that are making like a you know like a rear toe hybrid you know like we radar has one it's like a low you know a very very low cuffed rear boot if you will uh you know reflex the hard shell companies are doing a cuffless rear boot um you know and that might be a nice stepping stone you know this is opening this is doing exactly what i hoped it might and then maybe the next step from there is a kicker but um just just treat it as a project not a fix you know this isn't going to fix your skiing it, it just might add an uh, you know a, a, an element to it or a component to it that you think is missing
0: oh that's such that's such good advice you know and and, and it's it's such a crazy run man and one of the things I did, we didn't really jump into uh just to just to sum it up was you know why why do you and I use that use that rear boot and I you know I mean we talked about it a little bit but I I also think that one of the things you can do with a rear boot is you can manipulate your ski angle easier. Um, yeah. You can create a skidded turn. You can create a tighter turn. Um, that you know, if you if you know you're not in the right spot, the toe looper has to you know jump on the tip, has to move around, and they can pivot the ski. We can kind of stay in that same spot and do this little kind of heel drive motion with that rear boot where you're driving your heel out you're pushing the top of the boot down with your with your tip fib and that can really uh elevate the tail of your ski and get it to slide and then when you stick with a double boot like we said before you have more power with those legs you have more power so when you do hook up you're able to hold that direction a lot more. And I think that's what one of the things that I really like is that I I manipulate my turn shape as needed um and I do use some of that yeah. rear boot, you know, the the stepping on my yeah. front foot and then this outward heel drive of my rear foot allows me to, you know, I like to use the term smear, but allows me to kind of get that drift going before the buoy without so much forward and back mo- motion and you know, those those that uh, have seen me ski and you ski, you know, we use the entire entire length of the ski, even though we're 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 two two booting. So, you know, I think there is some yeah. precision and some power uh to be had with with the double boot, and there's some freedom of motion and um and release of some of that power that maybe we're, you know, that, that those of us that are double booting don't need as much as we're getting, you know? So you got to just yeah. like, like you, you nailed it, you know, a couple of minutes ago, right, right there with your summation of what, what people should be looking for. And it will not, it will not come. You're not going to go out and run two passes more. Like that's not something that's probably going to happen, but it might switch some, some sense, some sensations up that, uh yeah. could op- open some new windows for you you know or it just might make it more fun for you to try something different there and, you go you know? yeah exactly exactly yes just
1: yeah it's a it's really like a like a project if you're interested in it and you think you know it's like that some of these elements are going to speak to you then yeah just confidently bravely go for it and and worst case scenario they're not expensive anyway come spring you can put your double boot back on
0: Right, exactly. Try it at the end of the year, run it for your last month, you know, whatever that is. If you come back in the spring, you're going to remember how to ski on your two boot if you're going to a toe loop. And vice versa, if you want to try a boot, you're going to be able to jump back at, after a long break, after your winter stuff, you're going to be fine. So don't, don't think it's going to mess your skiing up, but save it for the end of the year, which is, you know, coming up.